Welcome to the podcast of Medora Pentecostal Church. We are a growing community of believers committed to bringing hope and building lives. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. The Lord wants to take us in a certain direction tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Hasn't this uh, resurrection week been awesome? It's been so good. I, I've enjoyed so much the ministry of our bishop, Bishop Walls, and the word last week and pastor this morning. And I just want to talk a little bit to us tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. Turn to the person next to you say, it's time for old to be old. It's time for new to be new. I'm about to walk into something new. Do you know God's calling you into something new? Amen. This song tonight, oh man, it was awesome. What were the words? Let me pull those words back up. That bridge. Somebody say the bridge. Praise a little louder, shout a little louder, roar a little louder. We have any roars in the house tonight? Any worshipers who aren't embarrassed to let out a roar, to let out a shout? Hallelujah, I wonder if somebody in the room can let out a noise you've never let out before. Something weird, something nobody's ever heard. all across the room I just want to just be in his presence for a few moments tonight just for a little bit tonight hallelujah God I pray you move in the room God I pray tonight that you encourage somebody that we walk out of here understanding you've given us second chances third chances your love is seeking us your love is reaching for us hallelujah thank you Jesus thank you Jesus we love you in this room we love you right now, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. You may be seated. I'm going to talk to you on a beautiful mess. A beautiful mess. Sister Carrie, can you stay with me? Can you keep playing that? That was beautiful. I should have told you, and I'm sorry that I did not tell you. I didn't tell anybody. I wasn't thinking I was going to do that, but that's beautiful, and I just want to stay there. In all of the Bible... There is one narrative that rests at the foundation of every word that was spoken and recorded. Every story and experience that is shared from these thin pieces of paper all work together to tell you one thing. Jesus loves you. Every story you read in this book, every word you read on these pages, they're to tell you one thing, one underlining thing. Jesus loves you. Oh, I wonder if somebody's so excited tonight that Jesus loves you. Do you know he loves you more than anything? You name it, name something. I don't care what it is. I'll tell you, he loves you more. He loves you more. With, 
uh, uh, write those three words down on a piece of paper or say those three words out loud and you know what you've done? You've constructed the most powerful sentence that one could ever compose. Jesus loves you. Maybe another variation of that is Jesus loves me. You can find the greatest wordsmith and search the most riveting literary books and you can listen to the greatest orators. And, but nothing they ever say, nothing you ever read will be more profound than the song you learned in Sunday school when you were a kid. Jesus loves me. You can quote whoever you want to. You can open up the books. You can look through the history books. It doesn't matter. They can say what they want. They can put together the biggest words and the largest sentences, but nothing more profound than Jesus loves you. Lift up your hands all over this place if you know he loves you. Jesus, he's in the room. He's in the room. He's talking to somebody already. I feel it in the Holy Ghost. He loves you. He's not giving up on you. He's not giving up on you. Woo! Maybe, maybe it's because that sentence starts with the most powerful name in the world describing the one who created time but yet works outside of it where all of creation bow and worship him the creator of heaven and earth simply by doing what they were created to do the king of kings not a king among kings no but the king of kings majestic in awe and wonder the most powerful name for the most powerful god then you start talking about love you're talking about the most powerful emotion one could ever feel something that causes people to do reckless things and dangerous things things that you would never do things you said i'll never do that but love causes you to do it what a powerful uh, combination jesus loves Jesus in all he is, God in all he is, he loves. But then you finish that sentence with me, with you. And now it's even more powerful because he loves me. Why does he love me? I don't know. I can't figure that out. But how sobering yet how exciting that the most powerful God feels the most powerful emotion for little me. There's so much to understand in those three words that Jesus loves me. It would take forever to unpack everything inside of those words. But here's what I want to tell somebody tonight. This whole thing, this book, this gospel, this his love, this life, it's, it's about redemption. And it's all about restoring a fractured relationship back to how it was designed and first meant to be this love with him it's kind of a beautiful mess it's his beauty and it's my mess it's messy because of me fractured because of me but it's beautiful because he keeps finding something inside of me that he thinks is worth redeeming he though I'm unworthy though I've messed up though I've got 
this situation I got myself into still. Nonetheless, he still finds something in me that he thinks is worth something. He finds something in me that has value. No matter, no matter how messy my life is, no matter how many times I fail and how many times I fall, no matter how many times I let him down, no matter how crazy this life gets, I've never heard him say, it's over. I've never heard him say, it's too late. I've never heard him say, you have gone too far away. What I hear him say is surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He's never pushed me out. He's always tried to bring me in. When I've walked away, he's following behind me with mercy and goodness. I've come to talk to somebody tonight. You thought this was your last chance? You thought that was your last chance? Can I tell you, God's not done with you yet. He's the God of the second chance, God of the third chance, God of the fourth, fifth, sixth chance. And can I tell you, he's packaged up another opportunity for you. I want to tell you, he's not done with you. He's not done with you. Timothy, you don't understand. You don't know the baggage I'm bringing with me. I, you, I don't think God wants it. I don't think he'll take me with all this stuff. I don't think God would give me another chance. That's what I want you to understand tonight. The reason we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, his, birth, his death, burial, resurrection, is because that was the moment that he took all that mess, that baggage, and he said, I'm ending this thing. I'm breaking the curse. I'm paying for all of that. He did his part. Now it's up to us to respond. Timothy, you don't understand. No, no, I do. You don't understand. Look around this room. You're not going to find a single perfect person here tonight. What you are going to find are second chances everywhere. What you're going to find is a third chance somewhere. What you'll find is somebody on their 400th opportunity. What you're going to find is somebody who's on their 10,000th opportunity. What you'll find is a room full of people who make mistakes, failed, fallen, come short, come way short, very short. People who came in and felt the same way you're feeling right now. Who came in feeling unworthy, still feel that way sometimes. People who came in broken, came in with baggage, came in with their past wrapped around their neck, suffocating them. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 4, but God. Look around and find chance number two. Look around and you're going to find he's going through chance number four. Hey, you say, how am I going to do it? But God. But God, rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. He had another plan. Can I tell somebody tonight, he's got another plan for you tonight you step into our service and you start to see people acting crazy, praying, crying, hands raised, dancing, shouting, worship, praise happening all across the room like you saw tonight, like you saw this morning. You need to know why they're acting like that. They're acting like that because they know they shouldn't be here right now. 
voice and said, I've got another chance for you. I've prepared another way for you. I can tell you tonight, my worship, it's a direct response of where I came from. My worship comes from a place inside of me that was once dead, but it was resurrected to walk in newness of life. Can I tell somebody who thinks it's over? It's not over. It's not over. Ask Brother Austin about another chance. Ask him what it was like. Ask him. Ask Brother John about another chance. There's another chance for you tonight. Can you lift up your hands and your voices? Ask Brother Seth about another chance. It's not over. Ask Whitney about another chance. Ask Timothy about another chance. I wonder, do I have anybody in the room who knows what it's like to hear God say it's not over? And I'm not done with you yet. He's never rejected me. He's never pushed me away. He never said sorry, too late. He never said it's over. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, come on, somebody. He didn't give up on you. He didn't give up on you. I have heard him say, I have heard him say it is finished. Let me tell you about that. He said that on a cross, shedding his blood for me. Woo. John 19 and 30. Jesus therefore had received the vinegar. Then he said, it is finished. He bowed his head. He gave up the ghost. The phrase it is finished here is translated to one word in the Greek, tedeleste, which can be translated paid in full. What is he saying? He's saying, I did what I came to, to this earth to do. I paid the price. I paid the ransom. I paid for the past that you can't get over. I paid for the sins that are in front of you. I paid for all of that. It is finished. Here's what I love. It was just a few days later. Jesus rose again, conquering death and the grave. Then appears to the disciples and he says, go tarry in Jerusalem until you're endued with power from on high it is finished oh but there's more it's finished but i've got more the curse of sin is over but i've got something new for you something you've never seen before isaiah 43 and 19 behold i will do a new thing it shall spring forth you'll not know it i'll make it away in the wilderness rivers in the desert 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore any man in Christ is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Can I tell you tonight? He said, it's finished. There's something new. What's he saying? It's time for a new chapter. Somebody needs to take the pages, that last page, flip that page over and start a new chapter. Because all of that old, all of that stuff, it's finished. It's been taken care of. And God's calling somebody tonight to walk out of that and walk into a new chapter. Lift up your hands and your voices all across the room. Stand to your feet all across the place. Oh, come on, somebody. Oh, that's it, that's it, that's it. 
For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Come on, he's chasing you tonight. Oh, that's it, that's it, come on. He's reaching for you tonight. It's not over, it's not over. It's not over. Can I tell you, it's finished. The old has passed away, but guess what? There's something new. Oh, that's it, that's it, that's it. If the Lord's speaking to you tonight, why don't you come? Why don't you come to this altar? If you're ready for something new. This is my beautiful mess. My beautiful mess. I'm not worthy, God. I can't do it, God. Why do you love me? I don't know, but for some reason, you just don't give up on me. talk to somebody about their past tonight your past is hindering you your past is in your mind you keep thinking about it it bothers you you come into the house of God and you can't lift up your hands your past is wrapped around your neck I wanted to tell somebody tonight he's already covered it let it go That's it, that's it. Lift up your voices all across the room. It's a beautiful mess. Oh God. Hallelujah. That's it. His love is chasing after somebody tonight. It's reaching after somebody tonight. Why don't you reach over to somebody next to you? Lay your hand on them. Start to pray. Oh, start to encourage him. Jesus, you still love me. Jesus, you still love them. It's not over. It's just time for a new chapter. Time for a new season. I'm walking into something new. Thank you for joining us today. We pray you have been encouraged. If you would like more information about Medora Pentecostal Church, you can check out our website at www.medorachurch.com. Saturday.